Young Pro Show, hosted by Dom Fry, the insurance guy. Would you still do something great if nobody ever saw it? A podcast for young professionals to come together and talk about their goals and their path to get there. And if I fail, I'll fail forward. I sit down with other forward-thinking individuals and talk about what they are doing to accomplish their dreams of tomorrow. Maintaining strength while living in your purpose. Mm. Now let's dive into the next legendary episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Young Pro Show. I'm your host, Dom Fry, the insurance guy, and I am really, really excited for today's guest. Um, Man, just to get straight to it, two main reasons why I'm really excited for today's guest. First and foremost, he is a loud and proud Cleveland Browns fan. Uh, Anybody that knows me in the slightest knows how much I love the Cleveland Browns. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited, you know, and always appreciate seeing his content on the Browns. Second thing that we're going to dive into that I'm really interested in as well is he is a social media content creator. What does that mean? What does that look like? Honestly, I have no clue, uh, but that's what he is here for, and I'm excited to welcome on Joey Kinsley, or better known as Sir Yacht. Joey, how's it going, man? It's going well, man. Thanks for having me on the show. Don Fry, the insurance guy, is a pretty good ring to it, so you've kind of nailed that down. Thanks, man. That's what uh, that's what I thought. It, just, it rolls right off the tongue, you know. It does. It does. It really does. I love it. Thanks, dude. Let's um, let, let's just jump right into it. I'm excited, yeah, just to get to know you um, as Joey Kinsley, but then also being able to dive into, you know, the Surya and the, you know, social media personality. So first and foremost, let's just go basics. You know, where were you born and raised? Um, you know, do you live still in the same place you're born and raised at? Or what does, you know, geographic location look like for you? Yeah, so I uh, I was born and raised in uh, Cleveland. And, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, like, you don't actually live in Cleveland. You live in a suburb. Um, but I don't care. I was actually born in Cleveland, in Cleveland, Cleveland. Nice. I'm at a hospital in Cleveland, so that counts. Um, and then I've lived in uh, Cuyahoga County most of my life in uh, Rocky River and Lakewood. Um, and I would say that's pretty Cleveland enough. You can see my taxes, they all go to Cuyahoga County. So that's Cleveland. I don't care what anybody says. There you um, go. Yeah, so I have uh, I grew up Browns, Indians, Cavs fan. There was no other way of a Buckeyes fan. And, uh, you know, I had a great upbringing. I'm very blessed. I have an awesome mom and dad and three siblings. I have a twin as well. And I uh, make some music right now in a band called Maui Ski Club, make all this content on social media like you uh, alluded to. And, um, you know, things are going really well right now. A lot of hard work, uh, you know, paid off. And I'm very thankful for all the people that I uh, interact with and that follow me on, on social media. You're a twin. I did not Identical twin or fraternal? No, so yeah, we're identical, but we uh, we look nothing alike. He's like an inch and a half shorter than me. He has a little more facial hair, a little stockier. Um, but we, I mean, you could tell we're like brothers, and we have like the same mannerisms and stuff. But man, <laughs> it, like picture wise, you could tell us apart pretty easily. Huh, that's cool. That is a fun fact, man. Yeah, definitely. So, what is you know out? Let's go outside of you know Cleveland sports or even to sports in general. Like, what are what is one or some hobbies that you have? Like, what do you enjoy to do? I love, like I said, um, I love making music. Um, we just, our, my band, Maui Ski Club, just put out a song last week called Bottle Opener, and we're really happy for it. We're hoping some big playlists on Spotify uh, pick it up, so that pushes it out. But um, I also love to uh, – let's see, what else do I do besides content? Um, I, I like boxing. Um, I've been taking a lot of boxing classes um, in the past couple of years, and it's something that I really love to do. 
Uh, I played college basketball at Ohio Wesleyan, and I, basketball is probably my number one love as well. Um, love to run. There's just I don't know. I, I like nice. kind of doing a bunch of things. I've been picking up some acoustic guitar right now. I'm trying to learn that. And uh, I just love um, kind of hanging out with people. Um, I play like retro video games. I don't do a whole, much, whole bunch of the new stuff. I got kicked in Madden, as I was telling you, uh, last <laughs> night by, uh, prof- like, I would say as close to a professional Madden player as, as possible. He beat me 50 to 0. And the thing was, he was the Steelers, I was the Browns, so of course he was rubbing it in. But he also was. Uh, he also was running the same play the entire time and like throwing it in the end zone each time, and I couldn't cover it. The exact <laughs> same play. It's not, like he, it's not like he was even trying. It was, it was pitiful. Wow, that is funny. Um, <laughs> just the yeah, exact same was, play. Yeah, I mean, you're playing esports, guys. Fair enough. Yeah, that's bad. With the music, I'm interested on that. Like, you know, I guess how long have you been playing music? But also, like the guys that or the people that you are in the band with. Like, is that something you guys have been doing for a long time and just recently have started, you know, publishing to Apple Music and Spotify and such? Or how yeah, so long we, has the music thing been going on? Yeah, we've been doing it for a long time. I've probably been producing music with my brother, my twin, for probably uh, probably like 11, 12 years, something like that. But we were never, wow. we like sucked. We were always so bad. Uh, but we wanted to do it, so we like learned. And, and uh, songwriting is kind of an art. Though. I, I think we got all the bad songs out of the way and we're starting to make some good ones here. Um, but yeah, my brother and I have always been in, you know, a couple different groups together that we founded and, um, we ended up found this one with our other friend, uh, Zach Scott called Maui Ski Club. And, um, we added my, our friend, uh, Daniel Callahan to the band. He, we went to high school with him. I was in choir, barbershop quartet with him. And we added him last year, right before the pandemic. Um, so now we're, you know, a four piece, uh, like pop group, like boy band, actual band kind of thing. And, yeah, it's it's um it's definitely like that's where like the Suriat name came from was it was like my artist name and then I just happened to start making some content right after the Browns went 0 and 16 that went viral and then I like merged that name with like content pursued content and yeah most people don't really know that I you know my first love is kind of like music I love writing um and I love being in this group and we're uh, we recorded some really good stuff this song we just released i'm so stoked about um and then we got some good stuff on the way too so we're working with a small label out in new jersey so very thankful very thankful there's been a lot of good response and stuff and we're just kind of i think right now um we just started kind of putting some stuff on spotify apple music we've had stuff youtube videos over the past like four or five years on like uh apple music or i'm sorry on youtube um but we've yeah we just started putting stuff on spotify apple music uh as we've been working with this kind of small label Dude, that's awesome. That's awesome that, you know, that's just something you've been doing for a long time. I mean, over a decade, you know, you said with your brother, but then also it's just something that you enjoy to do and, you know, just kind of pursuing that and having, taking the most of those opportunities um, that are coming to you. So that was actually my next question you briefly touched on. Surya, you know, this, you said it started as an artist name first. So Mm -hmm. I guess, like, where did that come from, the artist name? Like, how does, like, it almost sounds like to me, you know, you did one of those like um, name generator type things, and it just yeah, like, right. Yeah, you know, it just right. sticks to the wall, and you just roll with it, and it's been working for you. Yeah, that's like the that's like the one thing people say is like, what name generator did you type? Like, did you get that out of? Yeah, dude, hundred um, percent. No, it's like my junior year at college at Ohio Wesleyan, and uh, 
you know, I had a, I had an artist name. I was making music. My my music was garbage. I don't even know why people were friends with me. It was so bad. <laughs> I don't even have it on like my hard drive anymore. It's like it's per like nobody has it anymore. It's gone. Um, but I uh, yeah, I wanted a name that was available on social media that was catchy. Um, I'm inspired by water with a lot of stuff that I write, and mm-hmm. then you know I wanted people to know I was a a solo artist on a group. So sir kind of came in front, and then yacht just got the water, and then it rolled off the tongue. And I don't know. It's just it just kind of whatever reason worked a lot of my friends were like that's a dumb name like why would you ever have that and then not knowing that like it would kind of spiral into everything that it has right now with content and whatever and uh tiktok twitter um but yeah it's just uh it's funny kind of how life works um a lot of people call me boat boy as like to make fun of me and then i was like all right so i named it my i just uh you know resigned or i got laid off from my job a couple months ago but I was planning on resigning and uh, named my company uh, Boat Boy LLC and have an official business card and everything like that. I was like, all right, if you're going to make fun of me, I'm going to name my company after what you're calling me. So I like the name. Nice. I named it a bad name. Yeah, no, that's cool. And, you know, I think you hit the nail on the head. It is definitely a very catchy name. You know, it's a very catchy name that it draws your attention. I appreciate it. Like what? Um, No, I mean, I love it. And, you know, actually it's funny real quick, like, my experience with you, Joey, was I did not follow you for the longest time, um, primarily on Twitter, but I would always see your tweets. I was always seeing people like, retweet, like, retreat, and I'm like, man, okay, I know this guy is a big Browns fan. I'm like, whatever, I'm seeing the best of his content anyways, like, you know, the ones that um, my you know friends and such are sharing. And then it got to the point, I'm like, dude, I'm just going to follow you. But then I, I honestly have really <laughs> enjoyed in the last... I don't know, six, eight months just following along and seeing, you know, and even kind of my heart behind this podcast is, you know, following the Sir Yacht, but more so getting to know you as a Joey Kinsley and, you know, getting to the music aspect and just, um, you know, how you got to where you are. And I've honestly, yeah, really enjoyed just getting to follow the whole process and not just all the Browns content, um, you know. Well, I appreciate that. It's been, uh, you know, I, it, I, I think I'm definitely like not, for like you know i understand why people wouldn't follow along or people like follow it unfollow things like that like i don't know and that's something i'm trying to get better at recognizing is like you know i uh i sometimes pigeonhole myself with the content and i need i i like to expand so people like with multiple different like tastes and you know content or whatever um you know can enjoy my content and follow along but um but i so like i don't know i've always debated i'm like would i follow me if i if I wasn't somebody else, and sometimes I'm like, nah, not really. I kind of get why I can kind of, you know, rub people the wrong way for sure. But I've been very thankful. There's a lot of cool stuff that's kind of happened in the past year um, that, you know, I wouldn't even imagine like, you know, happened and connections I've made and things like that. So I just think it's the tip of the iceberg right now. And I'm, I'm really excited to see where 2021 leads. It's been a good year so far, uh, but excited to see where it goes. That's awesome. So I, my initial or my last, you know, kind of basic questions, we're just getting started, is you know, have you, you mentioned briefly about the connections you have made. I'm wondering if there is any one person or one event in particular where you felt potentially the most starstruck. You know, you've interacted with a lot of athletes, former athletes, uh, you know, sports commentary uh, individuals that at least that I have seen, you know, yeah. just on social media. Like, and I'm wondering if there is one person in particular you were like, whoa, like, this is crazy. I can't believe this person responded to me. This person sent this to me or whatever the situation is. Oh, 
Yeah, so I'm going to say three if that's okay. Because they're it. all different. They're all different. It's crazy because I like to, to, you know, diversify and dip my hand to a bunch of different uh, different areas. So the first, um, and this is all going to be chronological, I guess. First is Liam Neeson. He was in Cleveland filming The Marksman, um, and I was his stand-in slash kind of double for a month. And I got to work with him, and he's one, without knowing he's like, you know, an international icon. He is one of the nicest um, people I've ever met. Um, that was really cool working with him. And that movie just came out this year. It's called The Marksman. Um, I, my foot is in the movie. I'm a foot double. I press the <laughs> gas down. I press from the brakes to the gas. And then I'm in the background of a scene. But everything I did, to everything he did in the movie, I did to set up the camera and lighting. Like they set the camera and lighting around me because we have similar frames mm. and stuff. And Yeah, so that was sweet. Really nice guy. Amazing guy. Um, next one is uh, Ann Burrell. Uh, she hosts Worst Cooks in America, which I – was on the past season, and then the new season airs uh, Sunday, April 25th, which is this Sunday. Um, and I was there on Food Network, and that was, like, my favorite show, and she's the host. And uh, just, like, seeing her in person and her, like, knowing my name and everything, mm -hmm. kind of nuts. Uh, so that was really cool. And then the third, and I would say probably the biggest is, uh, or at least for me the biggest, was uh, Odell Beckham Jr., he sent me a signed jersey a couple weeks ago. Um, I made a t video, like, kind of defending him from, like, haters and stuff in the media, like, just bashing him for no reason. He followed me, uh, messaged me, and, like, we had, we had, had, like, a ton of conversation, like, in public on Twitter, but also, like, in the DMs and stuff. And he's a really nice guy. So he sent me a jersey that was signed. And it's just, like, nuts. Like, he sent me and my friend a jersey. So, just such a such a nice guy, such a cool dude. So, I've had some good interactions with him. I'm trying to play it cool and not, like, you know, spam him with messages and things like that. But, yeah, that, that was pretty nice. Yeah, dude, that is uh, – yeah, I saw that. That was awesome that he sent you the signed jersey. And, and that's super Crazy. cool that you were, you know, in the movie as a you know, stunt double for Liam Neeson and then also meeting Anne. Those are – three really cool people um you know to yeah. have that interaction with so, so cool so let's go give me um let's go two minutes maximum tell me what you are doing today like in your career yeah so i am um right now my kind of full-time thing and sorry i'm eating a cherry chocolate cherry pretzel very good i got mm -hmm. up in Tra i got up in traverse city michigan which is kind of a Kind of a segue to what I do. So right now I go to uh, the main way I generate income. Like I make content like on YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, wherever. And it's just, you know, fun content. And I'm trying to expand my brand. But where I make money is I work with visitors bureaus, town halls, main streets, uh, de designated marketing organizations. Um, basically anybody that is affiliated with some sort of town or city, I uh, work with them to promote their town on my social media and predominantly it's been in Ohio, but I was in Kentucky for a little bit last week in a town called Ashland. I was in Traverse city in Michigan. I'm going to Venice, Florida tomorrow for three days. Uh, I have a bunch of trips to West Virginia. I've been in Louisiana making some stuff and then more, you know, Ohio stuff. Um, so I go into towns and I kind of work with them. You know, they pay me to promote their stuff on my social media and just make a really fast paced, slightly comedic video, like just, giving a bunch of information about the town. So that's kind of where I work in that space right now. And then I kind of do some uh, freelancing stuff uh, with some, you know, other companies, social media things that maybe some consulting or maybe some like uh, independent contracting with some stuff. 
Awesome. I think, yeah, we're going to dive into a little bit more of what that means, uh, you know, specifically or how you got there too. But I think looking on, one of the most fascinating things for me is, you know, you think back to when, you know, when we're in middle school, high school, you know, and your teachers, and they always say like, there are going to be jobs out there someday. There's going to be ways to make money that don't even exist now. And it's really hard to like wrap your mind around that. And like, what right. exactly does that mean? Like, what do you mean there's going to be jobs and things, ways to make money that don't exist? And like looking at where you are now and the way you are generating your income, like that didn't exist. That wasn't even a possibility, uh, you know, 10, 15 years ago, you know, making money, going to cities and, you know, TikTok, obviously these social media apps weren't, I don't know, maybe Facebook was around 10 years ago, but, you know, for the most part, um, a lot of them didn't even exist or did not have the platform or didn't have the revenue capabilities that they do now. So it's really cool seeing like you live out that, um, not reality, but you living out those expectations that, you know, we all heard when we were 15 years old with the, our jobs, the last thing we were thinking about. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, it's been fun. Um, it's something I didn't really even monetize starting to until like uh, November. My full-time job um, made me part-time. I was a digital marketing specialist at the time, and it made me part-time because of COVID in November. And I was like half my salary is, you know, kind of cut. You know, I kind of need mm. that. So I was like, all right, I need to figure out a way to maybe monetize this content. And so all these videos I was doing, making town videos and things like that, that were just good content for me and fun. I was like, oh, well, I could probably, you know, do some monetization on that. And I started coming up with a business model and slowly but surely, uh, you know, charged my way with these towns and things like that. And I ended up making some good money while being part-time uh, working to digital marketing. And, you know, I got to the point where I was like, all right, I'm comfortable enough. Things are going to be busy enough I can resign from this job in like a month and I think like a day or two later uh, I got laid off <laughs> and I was like all right I'm going to take that as a sign from God that I uh, he's kicking me out of the nest and I need to I need to just go do it right now so it's, it's been kind of scary terrifying because I'm like everybody just thinks like I make content and like you know that's kind of it but I got a headhunt I got to send people emails I schedule them for like midnight for the next day at like 7 30 in the morning I do all like you know the setup of the business, the accounting, right. the uh, thing, uh, all the work to film the content and things like that. And then I'm always working on stuff like music, you know, TikTok stuff. I it, are completely different from videos I make on Twitter and YouTube. And you know, it's it, but it's it's so fun. It's it doesn't even feel like work. I'm probably working probably at least 80, 85 hours a week. I would say at least. Wow. Um, but, but like, I don't know, it's like, what do you categorize as work? Like True. all the content stuff I did when I was full-time, part-time, whatnot, that was always a hobby. And now it's just ended up becoming like work. So it's like, it doesn't feel like work, but it, I, I guess you would categorize it as that. And then all the traveling I do, you know, kind of takes up some time as well. So it's been a really cool like journey. Um, I'm very thankful for where things have kind of gone. Um, and what's awesome is, you know, this is stuff that just kind of happened in like three years you know, of, of working really hard. I'm not stopping anytime soon. Mm. So I'm excited to see where it, uh, where it goes. That's awesome, dude. I'm excited to see where it goes for you as well. Thank you. Let's go back in time. Let's go back to 18 year old, you know, Joey Kinsley, you graduate high school at that point. Um, you know, you mentioned earlier that you went to Ohio Westland, played basketball there. So, like, you know, going to Ohio Westland, was that more so for academic reasons or was that, you know, for a career that you wanted to pursue or was it more so for the athletic 
um, point of view and being able to play basketball for four years? Like, what were, I guess, you know, what were your career goals when you were graduating high school, going to the next step? Yeah, so first off, I was an absolute oblivious bomb in high school. <laughs> I thought I was going to come out of college making 100000 a year easily. I was like, yeah, you know, like I'll, I'll work with some, like, corporate firm and I'll make a hundred K and it'd be so easy. But yeah, in high school, yeah, I don't know, I'm a lot different than I, I was now. Definitely yeah. in like a shell. I was always like outgoing and things like that. But yeah, I, um, you know, goals wise, I mean, like you said, content just wasn't like a thing. I never really thought of myself as a content creator. Um, I always had fun, like, you know, posting Snapchats and things like that. But I made my first video right after the Browns on 0 16. Cause my friend Tom Ramella told me to make it. And it went viral, and I was like, all right, I'm going to try to post more content. But, yeah, so I, I went to Ohio Wesleyan um, for athletics. Um, I'm going to be honest. I didn't even know it was a school until January of the same year. So I got recruited by one of the uh, the coaches to go there and play basketball. I was like, oh, that's good because I really wanted to play in college. But I was pretty – I only got recruited by probably three or four schools. Um, it was not, not too many offers, which is fine. Um but I really had a good like uh, showcase after the season. There's like an all-star game for like people in Cleveland. There's like three levels, and I think I was at like the uh, the third level. And one of the guys couldn't play, um, so I was the reserve, and uh, ended up having like 15 points. I think I was the uh, I was the MVP of the game. Um, but it was just like I wasn't even supposed to be playing in the game, and then I ended up being like the MVP. Nice. Um, so then a couple other colleges took notice, but Ohio Wesleyan was kind of, you know, one of the first ones. Um, so I, I, I came in and, um, you know, I love the school academically. They're a great school. Um, they call it the NCAC, the, uh, Ivy league of the, uh, of the D3. Um, I don't know if we're really on par with that, but that's just kind of the nickname, <laughs> but good school academically. And it was just, uh, I think it was a good combination of, you know, good school, um, gave me a lot of scholarship. Because D3 don't really give you full rides and things like that. But then, you know, opportunity to go play basketball with a really good program. And we had um, a couple good runs. We went to the Sweet 16 my senior year and lost to the national championship winners. Um, and it was just I, the, my friends that I made on the basketball team I talk to every day still. And I'm just uh, I'm just very thankful for that whole thing. But, yeah, I never knew. I, I went there and graduated with a degree in management economics. It's a fancy uh, liberal arts uh, terminology for business and charge you fifty thousand seven thousand dollars a year for it but awesome school never thought like you know i was like i'll be a ceo of a company what was i going to do i don't know but i just wanted to make a lot of money and or like be a musician be in a band and um yeah content just wasn't really like in the picture but i uh you know as you learn you go on with life you kind of learn about yourself and learn about more things and hmm. Um, it's funny where kind of life takes you. Cause like right the day before I made content, my same friend, Tom Romello, he's like, I don't know, man, you never know. Like God, like, you know, my music was really struggling. It's just, it's like after like making it for three years and not really going where I'm like, ah, or like a couple of years. So he's like, maybe he's trying to point you some other direction. Maybe something else will happen. And then like the next day or two, like Browns go, oh, and 16, I get on sports center, Snapchat, New Year's day, 2018, because of a video I made just like ranting about them. And then I started making content and you know, the rest is history. Wow. Okay. So actually, there's a couple things that I want to talk about in that. Um, you know, yeah. first, I, 
Yeah, I mean, I agree wholeheartedly. You know, you're, you said you, when you graduate high school and you're like, I have no clue what I want to do. I just want to go to college, get this piece of paper, then make a bunch of money. And, yeah. you know, I mean, I, I don't think you are uh, alone in that. You know, I feel like that is, I mean, this is purely just an assumption, but I feel like a majority of our population that does go to college probably goes for that exact same reason. Probably. Uh, yeah. I mean, unless you are going for, you know, medical school or... Uh, you know, education, unless you're going to something very, very specific. Um, but if you're going, you know, like, I mean, I got my degree in business finance and I was, yeah, similar. I'm like, what am I going to do afterwards? I don't know. Just get a job in business and, you know, coast for the rest of my life. Seems and easy. Ball out. Yeah, exactly. And, easy. You know, um, but then it's like, yeah, then reality hits when you graduate and then, you know, you get to that point and say, okay, well now I graduate, I have this piece of paper. Where's all the money at? Where's the big house? Where's the fancy car? Right, right. And like then reality sets in. You say, you know what? I have to get an entry level position, work my way up, and then it's just you know learning as you go. And um, you know you just take, like you have mentioned, you know, with your story, just taking advantage of those opportunities then that come up. Um, so that I want to. Then the second thing I really want to touch on is that because I was interested with that as well with the content creating. Like if that was a slow process that you know you were just you being you and just posting whatever, then, you know, eventually got a following. You're like, wow, I want to actually do something with this. Or, you know, you kind of said that it was almost this one event. The Browns go 0-16, you make this video, and then it gets on Sports Center. So was it more so, I'm assuming, that one event, you make this video, it blows up, and you got a bunch of followers, then you said, well, I might as well just keep going from here? Yeah. No, I mean, it's exactly what it is. So I had a, I had a Twitter – I had two Twitter accounts. One was, like, for my music – and one was for like my sports account where I just like would tweet about stuff. I used to be like a sports parody account where I just kind of make fun of news outlets or like make fun of events and like, you know, hide behind a, a profile and do it. Yeah. But then I put like my name out and I started like writing about sports. And I worked for a couple of local like journalist sites. And I was like, oh, journalism might be cool. I had like a couple sites I ran that, you know, didn't pan out, but it was, they were fun to do at the time. And uh, yeah, I um, merged those accounts. Uh, I would like November 2017, I deleted my personal account. So I just had one account where I did sports. Um, and it's funny because I almost like deleted my Twitter account. I was like, man, I'm just not really growing an audience here. I just don't even want to be on here anymore or whatever. And then a month later, you know, I, I, I really didn't post videos. I don't think I posted like – I posted like a couple like 30-second videos that were just like, I don't know, just like random – videos of me like covering topics super super quick in like 30 seconds and i maybe made like four of those videos and i deleted all i think i deleted all of them um <laughs> after i made them i was like whatever so yeah i um like browns i mean i think i'm like the only person to like gain a benefit from the browns going 0 and 16 <laughs> uh, but really that's what it was made a rant because my friend and uh yeah it was it was exactly what you said it's like man this is uh cool i'm gaining some following getting some uh, you know, attention on Sports Center, Snapchat, and a couple other outlets. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna make just see where it goes. I'm gonna try and, uh, you know, I see, an, I saw an opportunity. I'm like, it's fun to do. Just, just do it for fun and see what happens. And you know, start making stuff more so about like LeBron and the Cavs and make a video once a week. It's just like there's like one person from like a high school around in like Cleveland, and it got like 16 likes. And the kid was like, this guy is the cringiest person I've ever seen in my entire life. This is awful. And like that, like really like hurt. That's the first time I really had like criticism on the app. Um, I had, dude, I, but I have like ten thousand likes on like the video, and like that those sixteen likes for some some like high schooler. 
Hmm. It just like, I was like, damn. So I didn't post for a little bit. I posted like the next week or a little bit after posted once a week. But then it's just like, I created this shell around me and I was like, man, like, I don't even care like what people think. Like, and now it's gotten to the point where, you know, people, there's a lot of people that don't like me on the app for whatever reason, which is fine. I understand. Um, but there's, uh, you know, it's, I, I, I love what I do right now. It kind of just was a few events that, you know, some viral events, but also consistency, I would say, you know, I never stopped posting. I only posted more consistently as time went on and I, you know, try not to pigeonhole myself. I do do that a lot with Brown's content, but then I kind of do a lot of other stuff as well. And then TikTok, I started getting it on too. And it was just like, you know, I think the more consistent you are, the more chance you have for some virality and videos and things like that. And, um, it's been a lot of fun. I, uh, but yeah, there's like a, I would say like a bunch of different events, but that first thing was, you know, Brown's going on 16, like I said, and I never thought in a bajillion years that people would view that. And, um, I kind of just rode the wave and saw an opportunity and struck it and try to make it last as long as I could. And it's, uh, that's kind of what I'm doing now still. Yeah. No, I mean, that's awesome that you, even at that moment, you know, you got that, uh, publicity of the video, you gained some followers and in the heat of the moment, you say, you know what, let's keep doing this. Let's keep creating content, you know, and I'm sure at that time you probably weren't thinking, yeah, I think I can potentially build, you know, a brand from this and monetize off of it. You're just thinking, hey, I love to talk about the Browns. I love to make these videos. Let's just post things and, you know, throw whatever at the wall and see what sticks. Um, right. You know, so, I mean, it's just kind of cool that that was how it all started, was you just creating content, again, literally just for fun. I'm sure ranting and raving about <laughs> the only the only person that benefited from the Browns going 0-16. Probably. Probably. You should send a thank you card to Hugh Jackson in the mail. I might need to. Uh, yeah, I, I, I would probably need to send him some money as well. I think. Him. I don't know. Yeah, he really did help. But yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I it, when I because when I started making that content, I was like, this is cool. Like, this will bring more people in to see my music and everything. And uh, I just at first, like, I you know, that's where the opportunity lied. But then as I started going on and things like that, I was like, man, I can make a career out of this content thing. It's going to take a little bit probably a few years, which it did. Um, but I was like, man, like I, I have so much fun doing it. I, I would do it for free for the rest of my life, but I saw it as like a thing to bring in people to see my music, which I still do. Um, but now it's like, you know, my career as like trying to be some sort of entertainer, you know, it, it overlaps between music and like all these other things I'm doing in content. Um, so it's just funny how it kind of developed and changed over time. My, my one friend, Tommy was, you know, exactly right he's like you know this your calling could be in music it could be in something else that's like going to come up soon i don't know i swear i was like the biggest like you know i'm a pretty uh pretty big uh god guy i would say um so that was like a pretty good uh kind of message i took that Mm. i was like man that's uh you know it's pretty cool so it's it's funny how life uh, it's just i mean it's a there's that book a series of unfortunate events i would just say a series of events that just kind of you know stem along from each other um, and, and lead you to where you are. I just, uh, I just kept doing things and kept putting myself out there and stopped. I really stopped caring about what people thought of me. And once I did that, um, some really cool opportunities kind of came about. Huh. That is cool. That's really cool. You know, you you mentioned there that you are a you know a God guy, but it's cool to see like the way the Lord has uh, just been working in your life over these last several years. You know, and the way that. Uh, you know, all these pieces have come together just to all fit. And, you know, he's continuing, you know, to use you and your your platform and just to, um, 
you know, whether that is in music, whether that is in the social, you know, content, whatever that is, but you are, I mean, yeah, like you said, he has blessed you in being able to do something that you love to do every single day and then be able to get paid for it. You know? Oh, no, it's, yeah, it's, it's awesome. And, and there's been, you know, obviously that has come with trials and things like that. Like right before COVID, I think in February, you know, I was, I was working a, a sales job, I was making 100% commission on, but I was making no money, made no mm-hmm. money for three months. Uh, had COVID like symptoms like 2019 in November after I was on this Liam Neeson movie set. And mm-hmm. I don't know if it's COVID, but I, I, had, I was bad. Like nobody could figure out what it was. I was sick for a month. I had to go to the emergency room. A bunch of different specialists. I probably racked up like almost two thousand dollars in hospital bills, maxed out my credit card. I wasn't making any money, oh. and I was like, I was like freaking out. Like my content kind of took a hit because just mentally I just wasn't there. So yeah, I don't know. It just I, uh, you know, prayed long and hard about it, and I got the job that I had before I started making content. Um, I was just really thankful for that. And then COVID hit, and I was like, well, probably going to get fired. But my boss, uh, you know, let me stay on. I was part time for a little bit, full time here and there, but. Um, I think the big thing is you know, I never gave up. I always tell people because like the whole, the whole like um, worry for content creators is staying relevant. You know, mm-hmm. what if I never make, you know, some relevant, what if I'm never relevant again? What if I never, my fans to like go away and things like that, the people that consume my content. And I think it's like a thing in life. I always say to people and people have said to me is just to kind of just post through it. Whether it's like, you know, you're not doing great with content or like something's going on in your life. You know, I just, I always like the, the Dory from Finding Emo thing. Just keep swimming, just keep swimming. <laughs> I've been through, so, I've been like through so much like mental adversity with like anxiety and depression that like, I just, uh, I used to, there was a couple times in 2018 when I started making content that I like gave up on um, life. Like I had, oh. a, I didn't, I didn't have a job for like 10 months. I was valeting, but I was like a full-time job for like 10 months. And I was just like, man, this sucks. Like I'm a bomb, I'm a loser, like whatever. But then like, when that adversity hit in February 2020, where I just literally just felt like I was drowning in debt, I was just like, man, I'm not giving up. Like, I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to I'm gonna do it. I'm going to get a job. I'm going to make content. I'm going to make money in content and make that my job. Like, I, I said to myself then, I was like, maybe like a year or two. And it ended up being like a year. And it was cool because, like, I just, like, I don't know. I've always, take, I've always taken risks. I've always bet on myself. And I'm not going to stop doing that. And I think the risks are only going to get bigger and bigger. Um, but I think it's just like a big thing too. And this is like a giant rant that like potentially is going nowhere. Um, but I think the big picture <laughs> is that, uh, you know, just bet on yourself. Like don't give up. You know, there is adversity and everybody has it in different ways. I think I've had a pretty, pretty great life other than, you know, some ang- anxiety and depression and some other things that I've kind of just kind of gone through between the ears. But, you know, I-, I just always try to march forward and just to be as positive as I can be and, the bet on myself, you know, I had family members, friends that, you know, didn't necessarily believe in like, like you need to get a real job. You can't be doing content and things mm. like that. And, you know, those people aren't really saying anything anymore. They're very supportive and I'm very you know, thankful for them. But sometimes it's the people close to you too. Sometimes it's the people close to you, you know, but you gotta, you gotta bet on yourself and I'm gonna, I'm gonna always bet on myself. For sure. That is awesome, dude. That is a, yeah, a great mentality to have. And just, uh, you know, if it, at the core of it, you know, if it is something you love to do and you enjoy to do, then yeah, you know, you bet on yourself and you go for it, you know, and that's what, you know, you have done and it's worked out, um, you know, to this point really well for you. And, well, I appreciate um, it. You know, and yeah, it's just exciting to see, exciting to think where things will go from here for you. Um, so let's think about, I guess, you know, as we kind of wrap up the show, a couple additional questions. We've talked about your past, you know, kind of talked about your present and, you know, the content that you are creating and, you know, needing to, 
just being consistent in that and, you know, music and everything that involves present uh, tense, Joey. What does, you know, give us a glimpse of, as of now, like, you know, with you betting on yourself, what does that look like? What are your goals in, you know, five, ten years for you and your career? Yeah, that's. I think that's a great question. Um, and the funny thing is, like, you know, um, there are things I thought I would be doing three years ago that I'm not doing now, but right. I'm thankful that I'm doing. So you just never know where things go. Um, the stuff that I make on TikTok where I go to towns and things like that, I would love to, at the end of the year, at, the, at some point this year, present that to some sort of, like, TV network. Like, hey, I have, like, 30, 40, hmm. like, town visits, like, under my belt right now. And I'm like, hey, uh, I would love to be, like, the Guy Fieri of, like, going to towns and things like that. Instead of him visiting, like, diners, drive-ins, and yeah. dives, I go to, like, you know, some towns and turn in some sort of TV show. Um, I have, like, my own show I run with uh, Gab Gallery called The Yacht Club that we do, like, a web series, like, every Monday live show on, like, YouTube and Twitter. I love to make that a thing where it's like a, you know, kind of a Pat McAfee show model. Um, I don't know, just like partnerships with like long-term brands, um, you know, like six month, one year commitments, things like that, where I'm like on their salary and things like that, making content, wearing their stuff, promoting them. I think is a great way to monetize. And a big goal for me this year is uh, growing YouTube. Um, Cause that's a great way to, you know, make some money as well. So I kind of just want to diversify everything. And then hopefully in five to 10 years, you know, our band is doing really well. Um, you know, I am, you know, this company that I'm running by myself, which is basically just me just under a, mm. an, LL, an LLC name is, has grown to where I'm, you know, have multiple people on the payroll. Music's doing great. Content's doing great. I'm on an on-camera kind of host guy, entertainment. Just kind of like everything, man. I don't know. Um, you know, I, I, it sounded crazy when I was saying this stuff three years ago. And I think right now there's so much opportunity in it that it doesn't sound crazy. But even like three years ago, it was just like, how do you make money doing this stuff? And, or how like there's people that have done it, but like how it's not, it's not a possible thing to do. And I think everything I've done has proved that like, you know, I don't, I'm not, the, I wouldn't say I'm not the most talented content creator. I'm not the best singer. I'm not the funniest guy or whatever. I'm, you know, there are people, other people like that, but I, Try to understand audiences and brands and what works and what doesn't, what's trending and what's not saturated. And I, I spend a lot of time working on content. Like I would work your, you know, your nine to five job, but then I'd be making content till like 10 or 11 o'clock at night, at least midnight, even, even longer. And uh, I, I pride myself on working harder than anybody in this space, or at least I try to. Um, and that's the biggest thing with anybody is, you know, two things. One, attack what you want to do earlier than later take a risk, take that leap of faith. You know, obviously don't do, like do it when you're like, you know, comfortable necessarily. You don't have to go live on in your car like Steve Harvey did, um, <laughs> you know, doing comedian stuff. You can, I mean, if you have to do that, you know, go do it, but I don't necessarily recommend that. But two is just like, you know, life is kind of short. So, you know, make those, make those things in your life happen and work harder than anybody else. If you are uh, hard work, they always say it, Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. I'm not the best, most talented content creator, best looking, funniest or whatever, but, you know, I try to understand, like I said, marketing and um, I try to work hard on everybody else. So I think whatever that is, five to 10 years from now, I think my hard work um, will really pay off. Yeah, no, I think that sounds exciting. I think the TV show is, uh, I mean, that's really cool to think of. That's how you're, again, already thinking you're one step ahead of like, okay, I've done some. What happens when I get enough on my plate and potentially being able to turn that into a TV deal? Um, you know, 
and I guess even a backtrack from there, you know, you mentioned, uh, you know, and that's for anybody at any point in their life, you know, like we, we set goals and say, these are things that we want to attain potentially, but you know, like you said, three years ago, you would have never thought you are where you are now either, but you know, it's still, right. uh, I think it's still good to, you know, have those goals to, okay, this is while I'm going to each of these cities and doing these, you know, town halls, universities, like this is maybe a goal, a dream, you know, something just to be able to chase after and something to, um, that may be able to fall into line. Just thinking of, okay, what's that next domino? Like what's the next opportunity that I would potentially have? Um, so yeah, I think the TV show, you know, would be awesome. I think for me, at least at this point, you know, viewing you and your content. Yeah. Like when you said Pat McAfee, like that's kind of what it makes me think of is like Pat McAfee just makes, all this content, like, he's an hilarious guy. It's just him and his buddies, and, you know, he just has his radio show, and I could see something like that, you, you know, um, getting into that kind of space and being, like, a Pat McAfee and just being uh, a household name and just talking about sports and having fun with his buddies and, you know, getting paid to do it. Well, I appreciate that. He's such a great guy, and I've had the fortune of connecting with him a little bit, and he, he's talked about me on his show, which is nuts. But he <laughs> he's another guy that really, like, bet on himself. You know, he yeah. – um, I mean, he, he had, a, I would say, say, a pretty successful career as a punter, probably one of the better punters, like, in modern NFL history. But he – he, um, you know, people laughed at him when he tried to do this content thing. And then people, after hmm. he left Barstool Sports, people laughed at him. And like, there's no, you're going to make a show with your buddies. It's not going to be successful. You're a punter and like all this stuff. And he's proven to everybody, like, you know, F you. And like, now he's like, he's take, I mean, he's bigger than like ESPN shows at the same time. When he did his NFL draft special last year, there was a point where he had more live viewers than like the NFL's stream for the draft. And I mean, he's. He's really made a name for himself. He's now doing WWE stuff and a bunch of other things, and you know he's he's really changed the whole business model for when it comes to you know sports talk. It's not all hot takes and is LeBron the goat every single day and what about the <laughs> Cowboys? He's actually you know revamped sports talk to where it's refreshing and it's positive and it's not all these negative hot takes. But he's another guy to bet on himself, and you know that's a great example of it. He's a person that's worked incredibly hard at what he does. He's very talented. Um, but it's the hard work and betting on yourself and taking taking those risks because like it's just you get one life, you get one life here. And it's too so, short. It really is. You know, there's still so so many stories of people's lives getting taken away too short and and things like that out there. That you know, I think it's a great uh, example to show that you know every day is a gift and you, there's either two things you can do: you can go work to make somebody else's dream happen, or you can go work to make your dream happen, whatever that is. So that's why I try to I try to live the latter. Uh, every single day. Boom. That is a great line right there. Banger. That is, for real. I, I Bangers cut, only. Just cut the episode there. Cut it. Drop the mic. <laughs> that, I, that is not my quote, but that is from somebody else. But I've never I will, before. I like that. It's like, it's like Michael Scott quoting the Wayne Gretzky thing. You're, uh, you miss 100% <laughs> of the shots you never take. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott. That's me. Sir, yes. Yeah. Uh, yes, that is awesome. Uh, last question I have for you then, Joey, Yes. is, you know, okay, so we talk about these, you know, your future goals, um, you know, and I guess one thing that I try to focus on and just try to, um, you know, in general is thinking of the practical steps of how to reach goals when we set them. So what are you, I guess, practically doing today, you know, and I guess a couple of them are kind of obvious, you know, the TV show thing. Well, yeah, you're going to each city, you know, one by one. You also talked about, okay, growing your social media, or excuse me, growing your YouTube in particular. 
Um, you know, but like practically, what does that look like? Like how, what are you doing today to reach your dreams of tomorrow? Or like, what are you doing today to, um, you know, when you say work hard, what does that practically look like? When you say grow your YouTube, what does that practically look like? Sure. Sure. That's no, that's a really good question. So I think first off, um, one thing I'm really trying to focus on, uh, is, you know, investing in certain things like better equipment and things like that and studio space to make content. You know, I kind of make my stuff on an iPhone right now in, in my car, which is great. And I get really stingy because I'm like, man, like I'm on my own, like I got to pay my own taxes, own health insurance, things like that. And, you know, I just want to be smart with things. But at the same day, you know, at the same time, like, you know, I got to got to take some risks and, you know, up the quality of my content, maybe, maybe fork over some money. But, uh, you know, it's I have it at this point, which is nice, but I just uh, got to do that. And I think the biggest thing for like growing my, you know, my YouTube, what does that look like practically? What does it look like to grow my social media presence and get to this, like all this stuff is, uh, is consistency. Like, like we've said, like this entire time, um, my, my road, and I guess this is like with any content creator in general, their road is so windy that like, you know, I never like, it's not like a straight path. Like I love my mm-hmm. girlfriend to death. She's going to be a surgeon. She knows what path she has to go on. She has to, she's in med school right now. She then has to do clinicals. She has to do residency and all this stuff to be a surgeon. Like the map is there. Is it easy? Hell no. Right. But she has, she has a roadmap for me. It's like, well, I don't have an end goal. I don't have like a, well, I'm going to be this. Cause I don't know the, the, the space is evolving so much and, there's so many things that like I diversify and do between music and different forms of TV, entertainment, content creation, like what what have you, um, that are things that I want to do that I just don't have like an end goal, like her. Um, so I the biggest thing that I can take care of, the thing that I can control, is how consistent I am, you know, posting, and what does that look like? Well, I'd say, you know, TikTok, you know, I I post like a video a day. And you know, Twitter and YouTube is the same video, pretty much. I post a video a day as well. So that's two videos, and each each video kind of takes like an hour or two, an hour probably total to like, you know, make and edit and things like that. Right. So that's two hours total, and you know, brainstorming, editing, and things like that. Um, so it's I think the biggest thing is, you know, for me, like I said, I don't know where I'm gonna end up. You know, it's I never like three years ago. Didn't think I'd be doing all this stuff. Didn't think I'd be going to towns a year ago and making content for towns and making money that way. Like that just kind of just blows my mind right now. But um, what took care of that stuff is I, you know, didn't pigeon my whole pigeonhole myself one and two. I uh, posted every day, post every day, um, really try to post every day. And uh, the more you do that, the more you kind of give yourself a chance for some really cool things to happen. So whatever happens in the future, um, however this Suryat thing kind of grows, however it goes, as long as I am consistently doing things and trying to, you know, achieve that goal, um, that's a big thing too. And then I guess the last thing too that I do is I have a sheet of paper that I'm holding in my hand right now. Um, and it says three goals on it. I changed it to four goals because I added one. But there's four goals. It's be the greatest one, be the greatest full-time content creator, artist with Maui Sea Club, and entertainer ever. Two, have an infinity pool. Why do I want an infinity pool? Because that costs a lot of money. And to have – but there's a good reason behind it. So to have that, you have to have your finances kind of taken care of, you know, philanthropy, um, goals intact, a house that, you know, supports that. So I think there's a lot of things I got to take care of before that. And I think it's just like a mile marker of like, hey – I got this pool 
I've given money to people, I've donated my time, I've, you know, got a lot of dreams and things like that that I've accomplished. So and that's all kind of a cool thing I wanted. And three, uh, marrying Paige, this is my girlfriend, and raising a family raising a family with her while being close to God. So that's a big thing to me, you know, family, uh, marriage, things like that. And I found huh. a really good one right now and we have a plan for that, which is awesome. Um, and then four, which I've written down recently because um, I've like uh, sometimes forget about it between like you know all the stress of running a company or running around and you know every, you know everything with COVID blah 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 is uh, have fun. That's the biggest thing, and I have it un- fun underlined three times. And that's one thing that I always would worry about is you know okay I'm I'm making money off this content right now, and you know for me to make money off it it has to be good. And, you know, people have to go like it and they have to get views and they have to get some sort of return on investment or I have to get some sort of return on investment. So if I focus on that and I stress out about that, the videos won't be as good. They won't be as authentic. And therefore, you know, it's like a kind of a paradox of, you know, I keep thinking, I keep stressing more, I keep stressing and the views like don't do as well and videos don't do as well. To where if my focus is, hey, this is content. I'm going to have so much fun doing this. Is it? Am I going to make as much money as I did in the corporate world? Maybe, maybe not. I will eventually make you know triple, quadruple, whatever it is. Eventually, right. I'm just going to continue to bet on myself. But for now, I'm just going to have fun. I'm going to have so much fun doing this. And as long as I have fun making content and being out there and making music and doing all this stuff, you know, then I think everything else will take care of itself. So that's why I wrote that down as a fourth goal. I've had a, three goals for like, you know, three years, four years, things like that. And I wrote the fourth one like a month ago or so. And just have fun. So that's if I take care of all of that and I'm consistent, um, then I sky's the limit. Honestly, that is awesome, man. I love it. Those are very practical, um, you know, things that you are doing today. Uh, you know, with the better equipment, the consistency, and then with those four goals, um, you know, to have and four really, you know, life goals for you to have and to continuously, um, you know, pursue in your life. So that is awesome. Oh man, this has been a great conversation, Joey. I really, really appreciate your time and you jumping on the show, um, you know, and just being willing to share about your story and, you know, just kind of your career and how you got here and, uh, you know, what your future looks like. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's, it's been a pleasure being on. I know I can kind of ramble about some things for a little bit. I try to try to get back from the tangents that I've, uh, I've been talking about, but it's, uh, it's something I'm super passionate about and, you know, podcast shows like this you know that are very goal oriented and and have very like you know enlightening questions i i'm always happy to be a part of so i really appreciate the invite and i uh, wish you the best going forward with everything that you're doing as well thanks i appreciate that um last question i guess for you you know you've talked about your social media content if people want to follow you like what is your you know twitter handle tiktok youtube like are those all the same or how can people stay in touch with you so sir yacht everywhere um si R-Y-A-C-H-T, TikTok, Twitter, uh, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. I'm on Cameo as well, which is kind of cool. Um, and then my band, Maui Ski Club, M-A-U-Y-S-K-I-C-L-U-B. Uh, we're like an experimental pop, dance pop group. And uh, we've been putting out some bangers recently, so uh, we uh, we always love the support there too. So those are probably the two biggest things that uh, that I am a part of. Awesome, dude. Well, hey, good luck with the trip coming up. And, you know, if you ever make your way over to Findlay, Ohio, to the other side of the state, uh, would love to, you know, catch up and meet you in person as well. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Young Pro Show. 
You can interact on social media. The Young Pro Show is on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. My personal pages can be found at DJFry25. Thanks for your time. Thanks for listening to the show. I love you all from the bottom of my heart. And God bless you.